Welcome to the Social Origin Podcast. Together, we will explore culture, creativity, and business. This is a podcast for artists and entrepreneurs alike. A chance to listen to influencers and thought leaders in the U.S. and Australia. Focusing on where creativity, business, and culture intersect to make an impact for good. Our vision is to cultivate a community of innovative, socially conscious thought leaders. This is Social Origin. All right, all right. We are back with another episode of Social Origin. Um, sitting down with Daniel for a fireside chat with today's topic on startup life. Um, first of all, Daniel, how you doing there in Tasmania? What's happening? Man, it is. Uh, it's beautiful down here. It's uh, starting to get fresh and cold out here, but. Uh, yeah, blessed. Uh, very excited to jump on today and jump in and jump into this conversation around startups, startup culture, and really what what we need to be learning and growing in as as business innovators. So, uh, yeah, David, take it away. Yeah. So today uh, there is a book that we're going to jump into, and it's pretty cool because you know Dale and I played basketball uh, many many moons ago. Um, and when you're playing basketball, you had to have a playbook. So I flew to New York, um, about two years ago, fun fact, flew to New York for the first time, um, to, uh, go on a date with my now wife. Thank you, Daniel, for the introduction. Let's go. Um, but I did couple, I did couple it. I'm not going to lie. I did couple it with a little bit of business networking and I met, uh, David Kidder, the, the, uh, author of the startup playbook and he is an incredible serial entrepreneur in his own rights and one of the things he said is he said you are the best investment the new american dream is creating and building your own startup the equity is you awesome for me that really hit home because it has been the mantra in a lot of respects uh of my life and and we're in that phase right now, right? It, it is you. We have to be able to protect our time. You know, we have to be able to protect, you know, our personal, spiritual, professional. Um, but Daniel, how how did that quote hit you when you just heard it? I think it's fantastic and brilliant. Um, for me, I think it's important to invest in yourself. Uh, one of my friends who's also a business owner, he, um, uh, here in Australia, he, he, a similar mantra, you know, he uh, he said the best investment that you can make is in in yourself. That's education. Um, that's the way you think, the way you uh, foster health, the way you work um, and your growth potential is limitless. And so that's why I, I agree. I agree with David as well. Um, you know, being able to actually actively invest in yourself and do the things you need to do to really uh, step into uh, thriving. Uh, before you can thrive as a business or thrive as a uh, as a person trying to influence and impact the world around you, you you yourself need to make sure that you're in a healthy place. So, um, absolutely. But the tr- the honest truth is, so many startups, especially or innovators or people who are trying to create something new, uh, don't take care of themselves. So that's why we're having this conversation today. I think it's super important just to practically, you know, learn how do we effectively step into health as we as we pioneer something new 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, you've, you've got to be able to set your own personal culture, right? That impacts your business culture. And, and, you know, uh, I've never experienced anything more vulnerable really, uh, than, you know, this aspect of startup life. So the next quote makes a lot of sense to me. It says, this is the gritty and uncomfortable truth. Building companies exposes you. It tears you down and often forces you to build. And then later he says, uh, which is why you have to dig so very deeply into your personal and professional operating system. You know, uh, if we're going to build a great company, we have to start with ourselves. We have to start with the, with, with that true reality is, is are we building, um, the character uh, that we want and the values that we want personally. And are we willing to not actually compromise? So one of the things that I just did and, and got re-engaged with was, for example, a habit journal. Very simple. Um, what are the simple habits uh, that I can implement every single day uh, when I wake up uh, to the end of my day to ensure that I'm on the track and on the path to leading myself well before, right, I get to uh, going, you know, after clients and leading teams, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's, you know, that's a really, really great practical and daily, uh, daily task that you can engage with. Yeah, one of the things for us, you know, uh, my wife and I, we, we oftentimes, every single year, we set goals and we set uh, six month goals, we set yearly goals, and then we set five year goals. And it's amazing to see um, how much you can accomplish when you set a goal and then you work towards it diligently every single day to say, hey, this is what we need to do in order to be able to not define success, but continue to progress. I think, um, you know, that whole concept of success and why people do what they do, it can be different for everyone. But the main thing is to um, have that sense that you are progressing and continuing to move forward in life. It's so important, especially around um, the whole startup culture, the whole startup phase of of trying something new and uh, and trying to innovate and grow. And it's one of the, one of the things. I mean, both of you and I, we we've worked around thousands of businesses, right? So, but David, you as an innovator and an innovative thinker, you get to talk with hundreds of businesses all the time about innovation. So, what have you seen um, for companies that you've worked with who do that well how how have how have they been able to foster that well they start with setting a dynamic culture right and the culture starts at the top um what i find is that the right leaders are attracted to the companies that don't just market themselves as a positive or powerful or purpose-filled company but that they truly take the time effort and spend the money to ensure that they actually are living out their values. So one of my friends, Dina Dwyer Owens, runs uh, a company or has run a company, I'm not sure where she's at right now, called the Dwyer Group, um, which has gotten acquired multiple times and kept her as a leader. Why did they keep her as a leader? Wow. As a, a daughter from a founder, it's very, very rare for a woman to be leading a billion dollar organization and then it's very rare also for private equity to keep her on 
the team. But why did they do that? They did that because they realized her values and the ability to infect the culture of the companies that they acquired in partnership with her leadership was dynamic. They couldn't just simply bring in an external advisor, uh, you know, to be able to do that. They, they needed somebody that was part of the organization and she was on the show undercover boss. Uh, and really they tested the values of the company, uh, globally, you know, on that show. And it really revealed that yes, the values work and it is extremely profitable. That's amazing. That is such a cool, such a cool story. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, and, uh, you know, Dale, you know, we have, uh, some clients there in Australia, uh, you know, I'm thinking about Francesca specifically, and they're not a startup at this point, but they have built an incredible jewelry brand and they've done it since they were teens and they continue to keep a pretty unique culture. I think it's all women led and, um, and, and you could tell, tell a little bit more about them, but, what would you say yeah, with, yeah. that you see within Francesca that makes them really special? Yeah, well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, uh, Francesca Jewelry, um, they are absolutely dynamic. If you haven't heard of them, uh, wherever you might be, definitely look them up online, on social media, uh, just search Francesca Jewelry. Um, they're dynamic. It's two sisters who launched this business. Um, but they're, yeah, they're like incredible um, leaders and visionaries uh, and they're always pushing the envelope to innovate and specifically one of the things that I love um, about their culture is they actively look for opportunities to give um, so they've given like they've literally given hundreds of thousands of dollars I think over a million dollars uh, to various charities um, to help uh, around ending sex slavery and um, during the the bushfires here in Australia that um, you know tore through so much uh, like thousands and thousands of acres of, of land all across Australia they gave to families in need and organizations trying to make a positive impact and now during the floods uh, you know same thing and so one of the big big uh, areas of impact for them and key cultural directives is to give um, and they've taught that to their entire team. I remember we were um, filming a planting day that they were doing and uh, where they went, they committed to uh, plant trees and they'd sold a bracelet where they donated 100% of the profits of the specific bracelet. And they took the, those proceeds and went and actually went out as a team. They got their staff members together and went out and planted. And so they, they put their money where their mouth was and then they actually went and did the work themselves as well. So it's really cool just to be able to see the impact and be able to showcase that and capture that, you know, and um, and then share it with the world because it's, you know, it's about how can how can we make a difference? Um, and by giving your team members, by giving your employees the ability to create a positive impact, it does change the work environment completely, you know, and uh, it, it takes um, it takes the concept to a next level of like you're not just working. Now you're you're actually making a difference uh, every single day with the work you do. Yeah, that's good. And you mentioned that you know they 
they were planting trees and they did it themselves. They did the work themselves. They actually had their hands dirty. And, and I think that that is, uh, a true leadership lesson, right? Um, you know, I know that, uh, I was talking with someone and, and they were saying, you know, Dave Ramsey was at a conference and he's a, you know, very successful individual. And he was at the end of the day, still very active in, in getting his hands dirty, dirty at this conference and really helping and supporting. And, um, I also know, for example, within innovation, when you asked me that earlier, it is that the person, uh, at the top has to have an awareness of the product offerings that they're building out and actually be in my mind able to get their hands dirty and build and create products that innovate. So Francesca, right? They're not just outsourcing their product design, right? They're actually building and designing and getting themselves um, daily thinking about what is next? How do we creatively put together, you know, the next collection? And then they're doing the work themselves to really be able to build that out. And some would say, oh, well, once you get to a certain level, that's beneath you. Sarah Blakely, um, a billionaire, right? Founder of Spanx. And I was listening to her story right here in, in uh, the Startup Playbook. And at the end of the day, she said she hired early on a CEO because she knew that what she wanted to do more than anything else was actually be in the product design to be looking forward mm. to make sure that she could set the pathway for new products, new expansion. You know, she she uh, just got acquired uh, and did a generous share with um, her employees. And I think that it is that mindset of being able to look out but also get your hands dirty. That's really pivotal for innovative leaders. I love that. Yeah, that's a fantastic point. Um, yeah, no, I love it. I, I think I think innovative leaders, I think one of the biggest challenges for innovation is success, which is a funny thought or concept, mm. but one of the biggest challenges for innovation is success because success, uh, if that's the end goal, which is great, you know, everyone wants to be successful, but it can slow down innovation because there is a trial and error part to the whole process that, you know, it, it is exactly what you said. It's about getting messy. Uh, sometimes you have to get in a workshop and just make a mess so you can create something beautiful or impactful or practical or, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I'll, yeah. L- I'll let you move on to the next point, but no. yeah. No, yeah, this uh, no, and it dovetails in well with the last uh, quote that I was just going to share from uh, the beginning chapters of uh, the startup playbook, and that is, you know, uh, he says, I, I feel one of my most important jobs at my companies is to give my teams the ability to take great risk without fear of failure or peer contempt. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the fear of failure, the ability to set a culture that's healthy for people to say, Hey, listen, no, understand that your space and in your environment here gives you the opportunity to play and to create. And yes, there's accountability, right? We're not saying that, yeah, go spend a hundred thousand dollars on an idea that you didn't think thoroughly through, but no, it's the question of, are you actually giving people the opportunity to, 
come into their job to think creatively and know that there's enough trust and value for them to be able to bring innovative ideas to the firm that can be heard and then implemented and tested without that punishment. And I feel like when ideas um, of failure actually, and frankly, I'll, I'll even say this is that when ideas of people failing and, and going through and say, hey, there's no worries. We actually um, have learned through that. Then it's an opportunity for people to really come with a fresh perspective and those new ideas every single day. I love that. I love that. That's fantastic. Um, it made me think of uh, one of our previous guests on on Social Origin, Sri Shalapa, um, and your conversation with him. And I I, lo- I absolutely love his content on um, on LinkedIn. And I was going to say uh, it, for our listeners at home or in the office or on the train, wherever you might be, head over to head, head over to LinkedIn, check out Sri Shalapa, and and check out his company um, Engagely. It's incredible. Engagely Inc. So definitely search that on LinkedIn, search it on social media, um, because he's creating some incredible, uh, incredible content around people and around culture and uh, and the way we work. And one of the quotes that he created that I love was this one. Don't be impressed by money. Be impressed by love, respect and dedication. And um, I think it's fantastic because it it really at the at its core it showcases a, a united team and it showcases a team that's trying to drive, yes, outcomes, but also impact. So thanks. Thanks, for, Sharif, for that. Um, and David, yeah, thank you for this time together. Like, I think this is absolutely um, invaluable that we get to connect and we get to chat through these aspects. And I can't wait to do this uh, more. No, Daniel, this has been uh, a great time, very enriching. I, I love learning about uh, startups and startup culture and being able to share as well with our listening audience because I think that there's so much value. And for so many people who are working in business, working in creativity, um, or or trying to make an impact, a positive impact or a positive difference through um, the work that they do every day, I think it's so important to have these types of conversations. So I can't wait to do it more. Um, for those of you listening at home, thank you so much for joining us today. We have more conversations coming up, so make sure you subscribe as well as share this podcast. It'll help us to really extend the reach and impact that we can make. Um, Also, please do follow us on social media. Just search Social Origin and you'll be able to find us. Um, But otherwise, if you want more content like this, please visit our website at socialorigin.net and we can't wait to see you next time. Thanks so much.